Welcome to the DM's Pocket Guide, where we discuss the rules, spells, and monsters of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. Okay, today we are going to talk about the spell Moonbeam, which is on page 261 of the Player's Handbook. Excellent! Uh, so this is a second level evocation spell. <gasps> evocation! We've done an episode on Schools of Magic. Mm-hmm. Did anything stick? Uh, I think it's the one where it like makes something out of magical energy. Yes. Like manipulates magical energy. Yes. Honestly, I still don't understand the schools of magic so well. I'll have to go and re-listen to our episode. Yeah, I think evocation evocation was one of those catch-all ones anyway. Mm. Uh, Anyway, back to Moonbeam. (laughs) (laughs) It is an evocation spell. Its casting time is one action. So this is the thing you're going to do in your turn. Okay. Uh, Its range is 120 feet, which Mm. is pretty pretty big. Yeah. So you you do have a good... good area you can cast this in and it has verbal somatic and material components Mm -hmm. so in order to cast this spell uh, a player will need to have on them uh, several seeds of any moon seed plant and a piece of opalescence feldspar oh sure yeah just those (laughs) things you usually have in your pocket yeah um i don't usually adhere to that rule exactly but i'm sure there's a group out there that probably would yeah, material components in general is not something that we often play with, um, and I have never missed it. However, um, we've had one player who was kind of interested in like picking up things along the way and like figuring it out. And at extremely higher level spells that require like something that costs a lot of money, it does prevent you from overusing a spell. Mm-hmm. So there's pros and cons to whether or not you you want to include it. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, okay, so you've got to be able to speak, you've mm-hmm. got to be able to move, and mm-hmm. you've got to have this stuff on you, mm-hmm. uh, and it lasts for up to a minute and okay. requires you to concentrate on it. Mm. So you could break concentration on the caster and in the spell before that minute. Yeah, that's okay. right. Uh, so the spell text reads, a silvery beam of pale light shines down in a five-foot radius, uh, and it's a 40-foot high cylinder centered on a point within range. So it's five foot radius tall thing within 120 feet of you you're probably only going to get one person basically yeah right if you think of most squares on a a battle map are uh five five feet yeah or or ten feet it's it's pretty um narrow yeah yeah uh until the spell ends a dim light fills this cylinder so it gets lit Mm -hmm. up so like I guess a moonbeam. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I guess if it was in a dark place, that would be shedding light. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. When a creature enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it is engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain. Oh, man. It's not like a nice, pleasant moonbeam. This is yeah. a burning torch of <laughs> death. Yeah, I w- the the name Moonbeam to me implies something like kind of gentle and nice. Uh, and in fact, in a recent um, session that I ran, a character cast this spell, and I we did all the things for it. But I was playing it very mildly, not at all like my my NPCs were encased in flame yeah. and in searing pain. Yeah, I'll do that better next time. You definitely should have tried to move away from this <laughs> from this thing. Uh, yeah, it does sound pretty painful. It has to make a constitution saving throw. Mm-hmm. Um, if 
it fails, it's going to take 2d10 radiant damage. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty hefty. Yeah. Um, Especially if it's like turn after turn. Yeah, exactly. And half as much on a failed save. Mm. So it's one of those ones where you're always going to be doing at least some damage. That's great. Yeah, I love those spells. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing to note about this is if it's a shape changer, the creature that this spell is cast on, uh, they're going to make that saving throw with disadvantage. So that's um, hags, I think, have Mm -hmm. that. Somebody Um, who would be under like an illusion of any sort. Invisibility, um, disguise self, would that count? I don't know. I mean, it says shape changer. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Little werewolves. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I bet that's like what's designed. The moon is like shining on you, and so you're forced to like struggle against this and perhaps transform. Huh. Yeah, that would be an interesting way to play it out for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so they're rolling at disadvantage to make that saving throw. Mm-hmm. Um, and if also if it fails, it instantly reverts to its original form and can't assume a different form until it leaves the spell's light. Nice. Yeah. Revealed by moonlight. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I wish I'd run this so much differently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so when your turns after you cast this spell, so provided it's still uh, it's still going, you can use an action to move the beam up to sixty feet in any direction. Uh, it's interesting it says an action there because I think mm. I would I would have assumed it was a bonus action to move the spell, but yeah. it's actually a whole turn. It's almost like recasting it. Uh, yeah, I guess it would be. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Um, oh, well, I guess other than spending the spell slot. Yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at higher levels, this spell changes a little bit. Uh, for every spell slot above the third level, you can add an extra 1d10. Mm, it's real powerful. Yeah. That moonlight's burning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's a really powerful spell. Like, that it d- both um, is guaranteed to cause damage. It can reveal shape changers. Um, and it is probably going to force someone to move to get out of that space. Like, it's it's doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. And with the range of 120 feet, right. you don't even have to be close to be able to do any of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Okay, and that's the spell Moonbeam on 261 of the Player's Handbook. Thanks for listening. If you have something you'd like us to cover, email it to rawcatreads at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram at rawcatreads. Bye.